0: Chat, 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 it chat, chat,
1: throw the ball. Man. We going to pick it up. You going to let them hit the holder, or you going to cut it off? You going to play before and longer, you going to punt it off. Your defenders have you hit us put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref, don't no flags. In. Keep the helmet on. Keep your cleats tight. you the type to want to win by any means, right? You should look alive. This is Trapper Die. Here we go again, man. It's funky. Stream y'all need to get this act together, man. But welcome back to another episode of Trapa Die podcast. Uh, brought to you by Hogs Haven SB Nations Hogs Haven. I am your host Molly Mall Jamal Forge Hand Dog Mall Coach Mall. In here on, is this is there a such thing as uh the eve? Of, I mean, I guess the eve of Fourth of July. I don't know. I guess that's the they we're recording it. Um, but I've never said the eve of Fourth of July. Um, <laughs> anyway, in here with Dre and AJ, the fellas are in here once again. Um, good evening, fellas. Uh, I know. How about this? What do y'all got? what's y'all plans for tomorrow, man? Are y'all are y'all on the? Well, I know I know what AJ got going on. So maybe he's he taking a couple of drinks, um, kicking his feet up at a at a beach. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, looking at some eye candy, I guess. Dre, what you got going on on, on your side of things, bro? In the states, hey, man. This day. This day. <laughs>
2: Hey, we jealous, you know what I'm saying? But I mean we, we Hell regular, yeah, I'm jealous, bro. Hey, we, we doing the regular little American thing, you know, tomorrow. Throw some shit on the grill, you know what I'm saying? Go maybe go watch some fireworks somewhere. You know, nothing too big, you know, regular little stuff. We ain't in the Caribbean Islands like some people, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> you doing the burgers and dogs, or are you doing a little bit more than more than that?
2: Man, my sister says she got some shit up in there. So I'ma see what she got. She gonna throw it on the bro. I know they're gonna have burgers and dolls, but I think they might have some chicken. So you know, whatever they got, we we digging in. So
1: you know. <laughs> bro, I went to a um I went to a uh, a six, a halfway celebration for a for a baby. Um I I don't need I still to this day I don't know what to call it, but it's like a they it's still, like a halfway bruh. I never heard of it until yesterday. It's so like the six month thing. And so I guess it was like a, bro. At the end of the day, it was real live, just a a a reason for adults to come up and, and just turn up, bro. Because I'm like, what what are these kids? They brought they brought the babies by, they brought the kids by. I'm like, what are we what are we doing? Like, what are they going What are they going to do? Like, what what are we doing here in six months? Uh, they, they just brought the kids by while we had tequila and and hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff like that. But I brought it up because, bro, I like I was hungry yesterday, but then I seen um they put they put this thing on the grill bro. uh i want to say it was like a half smoke but it looked like it looked bigger than a half smoke bro. they called it they said it was a beef hot dog i looked at that junk bro. it was like four oh. times the size of a regular hot dog i said ain't no way i said ain't no way in hell somebody gonna look at this and say they want to eat that bro." and that's like half the people in the crib lined up for that for that damn uh mega hot dog <laughs> And I'm like, y'all y'all lucky ain't nobody around my age here. Y'all lucky that nobody cares about these hey, hot dogs because y'all right? are disrespectful right now. They and take and the pitches. And they wanted that meat. Exactly. Well, I'll Kelly say, put the camera on me. <laughs> put the camera on me, bro. Like that. <laughs> hey, I can't. I couldn't believe it. I looked at that, John. I was like, look, I'll take a regular hot dog, but I'm a. And I took hot. The only reason why I even took a hot dog is I was like, I know nobody, nobody over here going. They're not gonna ban on me for having a hot dog, bro. <laughs> I can take a regular joint and be, be cool with that. Um, but yeah, bro, six six months, six month celebrations, man. New thing that I got introduced to, bro. The tequila was good though. Good, tequila man. and card games, bro.
0: Hey, now people really be on some some nut shit with that. Like, I actually just uh a girl just got mad at me maybe a couple weeks ago, like a family friend. She was like, Yeah. It's about to be my baby's 18th. Uh <laughs> my baby's turned to 18 months. I'm like, you your baby is one years old and he's about to be two. Why are you talking about 18 months? Like, I was just right. like, this child is he's just growing up. One
2: or he's two. It's one yeah. or the other. I'm like 18 right.
0: months. Like, come on, son. She got so mad at me. I'm like, bro, that's not even a real thing. Like, y'all just my, y'all just my- bored. <laughs>
1: My mom was, she's still getting used to the idea of, um, uh, gender reveals. She's like, she'd never even heard like growing, growing up. She's like, she's never heard of a gender reveal until like, like the recent, like the 2010s and, or maybe even mid two thousands or something like that. But she was like, she's never even heard of gender reveals, let alone like making it such a big deal on like inst- like social media and stuff like that. Like she's never, she's never seen events like that before. Right. Um, some of the stuff is just new, bro. And it. I'll never
2: off. do a ginger. I've never done one, and I don't think I'll ever do a gender reveal. Like, I mean, it just that's like when you said the six month thing. First thing that went in my mind is, oh no, it's a new thing they about to come up with mm. just to get together. I mean, it's cool, you know. People want to get together, have fun. I mean, yeah. you know. But if you want
0: me to come out and drink, just say that. I'll come out and drink. I don't need to go. Right. You know. I, mean, I, feel, I, it. Feel I feel like it's. I feel like it's nasty work because like not everyone is able to have a healthy child or have a child in general. So to be having like gender reveals, like, and people really be upset when it don't go they way. <laughs> like if yeah, it's not, yeah. if they want a boy that ends up being a girl, like they show that displeasure on their face. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, just be thankful that you even in a position to have a child and just pray that it's healthy. Like, I don't know. I already know whenever it comes time for me to have a kid, I'm probably go through hell back and forth with, 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 with chick. Cause I really don't agree (laughs) with that. I just want a healthy baby, like boy or girl. Like it don't, it don't matter, man. But I feel like back in the day, like people used to just have their baby and bring it home and didn't, didn't prepare for the sex or anything for real. Like, they just or they'll it do it stuff. or they'll
1: get the the, the sex at the, the doctor like just yeah. right. ask them they'll get it there but you know
2: it, it's social media see aj if you don't want to go through that you got to find a girl with no social media it's the ones that love <laughs> the social media that want everybody to you know see what they're doing look at this great one percent of my life right here you know <laughs> yeah
0: that's that's crazy but hey. <laughs>
1: hey well i guess let's go ahead and, and chop it up on the the, the main topic in this episode uh everybody before we get further involved if you haven't already and you're watching make sure you hit that like button make sure that subscribe button um if you're listening through your favorite audio platform and if you haven't followed or subscribe make sure you do that uh leave us with a, a rating and review man we definitely appreciate that as well um obviously the position group breakdowns have been flowing throughout this offseason over the past few weeks so if you haven't caught up on the other position groups Go ahead and check that out, man. And, and check out the, the YouTube series of the film sessions. Um, Eric Bienemy, Cole Turner. Um, by the time you get this, Cole Turner has, is is already out. But um, KJ Henry is up next. Um, Eric Bienemy and um who was the other person? Oh, Ricky Stromberg. <laughs> Ricky Stromberg on the way as well. Uh, next week. So go ahead and take a look at that on the Trapper Dive YouTube channel. Linebackers, the ALBs is up right now, man, on this episode and fellas um i remember something that we asked when we did tight ends and one of the questions that we asked is is that the weakest position on the team and we had i think one yes um maybe two i don't remember um but linebacker was a close second without a shadow of a doubt i would assume for all of us if we if if we didn't have uh linebackers number one and I would hand the floor over to you all right now in terms of an overall grade, and then we can go player by player, mainly the the top, the, the key players. We don't have to dive deep dive deep into the depth chart here, but overall grade with this unit um is what? And and I'll start with one comment before you all give your grades. Um David Mayo. Uh, nothing to do with. There's no disrespect to him, but like one of the one of their key re-signings, and I'm talking about according to the team. I'm not saying this is how we view it, but for them, one of their key re-signings was bringing David Mayo back to this team, and it was weird to to see that they clung on to him so quickly after the season was over, as opposed to really um doing some homework on some other options out there uh i understand what david mayo does for them in the run game no disrespect to like he's a he's a solid run defender um but it kind of confused me to how quickly they were able to resign him versus like taking their time and doing their due diligence on a on a position group that i believe and i, I would assume that they believe was uh pretty pretty weak comparatively speaking to other units on the team Uh, But fellas, the floor is yours. Where are you at in terms of a grade for this position, position group, me.
0: I mean, I think when it comes down to position group and a grade, uh, you almost kind of got to give them a D. Like, I I just don't think that overall they have depth there. We really don't know what we're getting from the position at all, if anything, Um, your first round pick from a couple years ago, Jamin Davis hasn't necessarily lived up to being a first round pick yet. Uh, He showed some progression last year, but the bar was set so low from the rookie year performance um, and what he was supposed to do. And now you come into the 2023 season and you necessarily don't upgrade the position, whether it be in free agency or the draft or really address it at all. You essentially sign a guy who's trying to break through in the league and and really get his footing in Cody Barton to replace a Cody, uh, uh to replace a Cole Holcomb. Um, it's just one of those cases where it's, it's up in the air and, and you're hearing that even the guy that they brought in and told he was gonna run the, the middle uh linebacking uh, situation and and wear the green die and Cody Barton didn't really have number one snaps with the, the first team in OTAs or minicamp. You're hearing more so about a guy that's been on the team for what, maybe three, four years. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. And Kaliki Hudson um, that's stepping up and, and looking great. I don't really know how to take that. <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of weird for me that this guy to now possibly put himself in position to be the starter going into year four of his career um but yeah it's just it's just in shambles like you really don't know what you're getting at all and even during this OTAs and minicamp process Jamin Davis has been hurt uh he's he's been recovering so going into the season like I said you have no clue what you're getting I I think a fair grade is a is a D for right now maybe that that could change or maybe it could change for the worse. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't even talk about David Mayo still on the team. Yeah, I mean, that's what. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I just mentioned him. That, that was one of their key re-signings in, in yeah. the offseason.
0: season. So when you bring back a guy like a David Mayo as well, you're already telling me where we headed with this, because I don't believe he should be on any NFL roster as a contributor, uh, playing snaps or rotating with anyone. Um, yeah, it's just it's just been abysmal. Uh, as far as their addressing and fixture of the linebacker room. I mean, I have to agree with AJ on you know the grade. especially
2: you got to give them a D. And it's something that, you know, we may look back at when the Ron Rivera era is over and say, this is one of the things that did him in, which is very ironic because, he played linebacker, Jack Del Rio played linebacker. And this isn't the only year this has been a question mark. This has literally been a question mark the whole era of these guys. And it seems like it was never an urgency to really upgrade outside of them drafting Jamin Davis in round one. But when we drafted him round one in you know the second year of the Ron Rivera era, he never looked ready. You know, I mean there was always talk that, oh, maybe he has potential, but he never really, you know, took that leap. But he showed flashes here and there, and you kind of hope he is going to take that leap. I mean, we, we've heard from a couple of guys. We talked to Kevin Sheehan on the podcast. Sheehan's kind of been raving about him, saying he's hearing he's going to take the leap this year. So you do hope that that's the hope. And you may be if that's why they haven't really upgraded it, because they're seeing something in Jamin that the fans haven't seen yet. Um, And then, as AJ mentioned, you got Kalik Hudson. I mean, that guy... A lot of people have been talking him up this offseason. I mean, his name and Logan Thomas' name with the tight ends are two names I've constantly heard as guys who are, you know, to be watched this upcoming season. And obviously, we've heard Cody Barton, the guy who they signed from Seattle, he's been running with the twos because Khalid Hudson's starting. And Khalid Hudson, his ascension didn't just start with, you know this offseason. I mean, I think it kind of went back to the Dallas game last year. He had a really solid game in that Dallas game, which I maybe turned the coach's heads. Maybe he's the Sam Howell of the defense, because like I said, this guy's been here a couple of years. He's never been able to really break through on the field. He's been more of a special teams guy here, but now they're kind of talking him up as oh, this guy may be a key player on the defense. He may start. And you know, when he came out of Michigan, I always thought that he was more of a tweener type. I didn't know if he had a specific position on the defense, but we Knew, I knew he had that sideline to sideline speed. And that seems like something they covet on, um, you know, with this regime. They can vet the speed. I mean, even Cody Barton has good speed. I mean, Jamin Davis has speed. But we want to know if these guys can play because this unit, this linebacker unit, is right now obviously the weakest link on the defense by a mile because you're obviously set a defensive line. You love the defensive line, you like what you got in the secondary, but then you have that linebacker unit, and you wonder if that's the unit that can kind of bring this thing to a collapse on the defense. And it's, we've wondered about that for the last few years.
1: Hey, hey Jerry, when you know what just threw me off for like ten seconds, where I got, I got, I got stunned. um when, were you when you said? Covet? Were you saying like covet? Yeah, covet. Yeah, co- covet. Co- yeah. <laughs> Not covet. I don't know, man. I, was like, I we, said, we want, I said, I, that said, that. I said, I said covet. I was about to say, I was about to say, I was about to, say, was about to cut you up. Like, Adrian, what's covet, bro? What does that mean? And then I said, oh, covet. I'm like, bruh. I'm over hey, here thrown off, like I got distracted. <laughs> didn't even, I didn't even hear the, the 10 it's seconds tomato, that I that I got tomato
2: thing with me. You know what I'm saying? Like some people say tomato, I say tomato, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Quebec. COVID, that
1: was that was know? hilarious, man. <laughs> um look, man. Um, so I'm in the same boat in terms of grades. Uh I, I don't think you can really have put it this way: if you want to be really fair, you're listening to this, watching this. If you want to be really fair with the linebacking group and you really believe in a Jamie Davis um and you think that cody barton can be good here or even khalik hudson can take the next step i don't think you can give a grade any higher than a c plus as it stands right now um because there are several players that you're waiting to see break through um i'm just going to give it like a a, i'll give it a d plus like that's where i'm at i'll give it a d plus um and and i think the reason when you look at first of all it is important to kind of start off for me at least with Cody um I know one of the conversations with Cody uh, surrounding Cody Barton is actually stemming and these are reports from people who are talking with the team um like his his reasoning or their reasoning for him not being with the ones in absence or in place replace of Jamie Davis was that he is still learning the playbook and I don't know like to what degree he's behind or if he's like actually struggling or they're just saying they want him to take his time and learn it. I don't know what, I don't know the distinction. Um, But I think that should also be known for Cody is that uh they want him to take his time to learn the playbook. And therefore you have a guy in Kalik, or even if David Mayo was to be, in, be, be, be with the ones in absence or in replace of Jamie Davis, uh, you got people who have been on this defense for years who can be the one while Cody comes along um, with the twos or threes or wherever they got them. Um, so in terms of Cody, I, I don't know what to expect from him like full on. This is a, a guy who is getting an, an opportunity in the same sense that you look at Cole Holcomb in, in Pittsburgh who moved on from here in Washington who's getting an, an opportunity like essentially on a one-year deal like you're 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 just swapping one out with the other um, both are athletic linebackers, um, Cody and Cole Holcomb was, but you don't really have a profile, a full profile here in Washington on who Cody can be uh, for the commanders. Um, so it, it is interesting that they let Cole Holcomb go in that same as- aspect. Um, he was a guy, Cole was, who did find ways. That's not even fair. I'm not going to say it like that. Uh, Cole was, he, he got bit by the injury bug several times throughout his career here in Washington. Um and that can contribute, especially in your your final year in Washington. Um, that can contribute to somebody uh specifically a regime or front office, not necessarily valuing you in the way in which you think that they should. Um, and, and it's easier to move on from you. Uh so insert Cody Barton, and we'll kind of see how that goes. Um, so we give that a question mark. Jamin Davis is a guy who I thought had a really solid year, comparatively speaking, to his rookie season. Um, he had a pretty solid year in year two for Washington. Um, and I think it's interesting to see how Jamin develops because uh when you look at his situation, uh going into year three in the same system, I think a person like that like loves loves knowing what he knows. And and I don't know if that makes sense right now, but what I'm saying, like when he when he has like something off the back of his hand, he just continue like his athleticism stands out, his playmaking ability, if he if if he can showcase he's a playmaker. Um, or or a game changer at linebacker. I'm not saying that he is that right now, but I think that's who he is in terms of like knowing something. Once he continues to, to believe in something, once he knows something off the back of his hand, he's playing faster. And I think that's what that second year showed glimpses of. And, and if you're going into your third year in that same system, uh, in a in a with a coordinator who is very is really valuing you because that second year they gave him that green dot, like they gave him that opportunity um to to lead for a good portion of the season um but i I think that's kind of what you see in your year three with jamie davis is like does he take that next step because the defense uh the defensive coaches specifically del rio has started to show faith in him um it it wasn't pretty at first because they called him out after that what game two or maybe that first game one of those one of those very early in the season they called him out um and, and things took a turn for the better right after that. So. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how Jamin Davis performs. Um, and Kalik Hudson is the guy I'll pause on right now, and, and we can have a conversation further on Kalik. Uh AJ already mentioned, you know, and, and even in, in Dre as well, but AJ mentioned, you know, they, they were high on Kalik and he wasn't sure like to what degree he buys that. Um, I think that's an interesting or or a, a pretty good comment because um I'll say this. Uh I don't think it's the reporters fault. I don't think it's people who watch practice. I don't think it's their fault either. Or or people who get information um that that aren't reporters or who aren't at practice and and just get texts or comments or something about people uh through mini camps or, or 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 practices OTA practices. But I think like the the level of hype in a player that who was seemingly dormant in terms of the, the conversation surrounding his name. Um, I think that is like one of the the more dangerous conversations. Cause I think it's like, it's people who, who want to be the, the, I told you not even, the I told you shows the one to be the ones who had the, the first conversation centered around this player. And therefore it continues to build up uh, when, when, when you haven't really had a substantive a, a substantive practice to really validate your thoughts on a player you haven't had a scrimmage you haven't had an exhibition um you haven't had several practices that that really matter um like when bullets are somewhat flying live and calique is in a situation where we've seen him for i think this is third year if not fourth year we've seen him have some starts with washington and things weren't that good. And, and obviously, things may click for the better for Khalil. So I'm not necessarily turning them down completely, but I think it's important to know like, uh, when you have much more reps and you're talking about 50, 60 reps in a game, snaps in a game on defense, um, can you sit here and say that those, those 10 mini camp reps that you were clamoring him like growing in a defense really mattered? I don't know. I don't think you can. And, and I like the idea of what Khalid can do for your defense. Um, Being able to, you know, offload off the, the pressure on Cam Crow to really play in the box a thousand times. And you can maybe even use Khalid as your your blitz your blitz guy. Like AJ mentioned, uh, he wanted Jamin to do a little bit more, but maybe Khalid can do it. Um, I, I like the idea of what Khalid can do, but I can't sit here and say that everything that we're hearing about him right now is enough to convince me that he didn't turn the corner. Um, this is a guy that's been on his roster for three years now. And um, I, we, need to, we need to see something like ASAP when training camp starts.
2: And Mo, I was just going to mention, you know, with you speaking about Cody Barton and hopefully he takes over the reps. I think that from a fan standpoint, that best case scenario is – Cody Barton's running with the twos because Khaliq Hudson has taken that leap. And the reason I say that is because Cody Barton is a guy they went in free agency and they went out and signed him. So obviously when they went out and signed him, they had envisioned him being a starter. And usually guys, when they go out in free agency and they get, they want to kind of put those guys in position to start right away. So the only reason you would think that this guy, or you, at least that you would hope that this guy hasn't started, is not because he's not getting it, but because the guy behind him or the guy that they're putting ahead of him is just looking that much better. I mean, that's just best-case scenario for the fan base and the defense as a whole if Khalid Cussin is really out here looking like a stud or whoever they think this guy might be. Because right now we don't have a stud amongst this linebacking in court. I mean, obviously you hope Jamin Davis is that guy. We've been hoping Jamin, Jamin Davis has been that guy for the last two years. I mean, this is year three for Jamin Davis, so you know he's – This is supposed to be the year at least that Jamin Davis shows that, you know, NFL capability that that every down starting linebacker guy, the guy you can't take off the field. Like you want Jamin Davis to be that because you don't want the optics to look bad as a bus. But if Khalik Hudson is getting first snaps. Like I said, best case scenario is that he is really out there doing it. But again, I'm with you on the fact that I don't know. I don't know if he's consistently going to be that guy. And we we can't say for sure right now if he is that guy because we just haven't seen enough of him. We've only really seen him on special teams. But if he is out there doing it, I do hope it's a scenario where he is just looking much better and not to, not to say that they're kind of slow walking Cody Barton because, you know, that's just not good especially. But if Cody Barton is, you know, looking like the guy they thought he was, was a colleague is playing over top of him, you know, because Khaliq is looking that much better, then your linebacker depth just got a lot better, you know, because Cody Barton is right there waiting in the wings. I mean, injuries happen. Who knows when he's going to need to get on the field? But I mean, we've only seen them really play two linebackers the last couple of years. They don't really put a lot of linebackers on the field. It's not like a traditional four or three defense anymore. It's more of that, you know, more like five defensive backs, two linebackers, and maybe four to three defensive end, whatever. But they don't play a lot of linebackers on the field. So you got to assume the two best guys are going to play. And if right now the two best guys are Kalik Hudson and Jamin Davis, so be it. But you hope, like I said, it's a situation where it's not like Cody Barton is out there looking like an Adam Archuleta or something where he's just a bus, you know, or a free agency bus signing. Not to say that we spent a lot of money on him, but you sign him with the hopes of starting him. But if he's not starting again, I just hope it's because Kalik is just looking that much better. And he's ready to finally show what he can do in the defense at that
0: position yeah man I I I think uh we'll learn a lot come training camp you know because even in OTAs and minicamps they weren't running the ball that's pretty much uh when they're they're pretty much just passing across the league like in these uh OTAs and minicamps they're just passing primarily um but I think if Cody Barton is not starting week one oh, we got to put some fire under Ron Rivera's ass even more because it's like you can't be bringing in guys and selling them the opportunity to start and also telling the fan base that you brought this person in to start and be the middle linebacker, you feel me? And that person can't achieve that going into your regular season. It's like what was was the purpose of bringing in this guy? And then on top of that (laughs) – What's going on with you guys missing on players so poorly in free agency? Um because at the end of the day there were some some middle linebackers out there on the market. And I think I think Bobby Wagner is still unsigned, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, he went back I'm to Seattle. Sure. Oh, yeah. he went he went, yes, Bobby went back to Seattle. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, Bobby went and uh, filled in <laughs> for Cody. Uh, Seattle also got Devin Bush from the Steelers. Um, I'm not sure where Miles Jack ended up going, but there's still some backers out there on the market that is available. And if you went after Cody Barton and he doesn't end up starting, we got big issues, but, you know, be intrigued to see how it all plays out in training camp. Cause I'm not quite sure what some of these people were raving about with, uh, with Hudson in OTAs and mini camps that they didn't see from him doing, the past three other years (laughs) you feel me like I'm just is it is it opportunity or what because I'm kind of confused
2: well I mean like I said apparently he looked good at the end of last season a lot of people were talking about Khalid I mean again like I said if it's a situation where Khalid has really taken some kind of leap that none of us have really seen you know consistently then I'm fine with it because that means hey it wasn't that Cody Barton was so bad that he couldn't start you know, now you just look at him and, hey, he's an extra depth piece and the position group is better because, I mean, since Ron Rivera and him has been here, that position group has been ass I mean, it's just been uh, by far pretty much the worst position group on the team just about every year. I mean, you know, last year, you you, was, you still had Bostic on the team and he was playing meaningful snaps. I mean, uh, Cole Holcomb, I mean, he was just average at best and Jamin was still finding his way. But if this year you're talking about you get a Jamin Davis who's ready to finally look like an NFL Linebacker on a game ba- game by game basis. You got Kalik Hudson who turns into a formidable starting linebacker, and then you got death with Cody Barton that you didn't have in years past. So, I mean, then you're talking about an upgraded position group, but this is all hearsay right now. Right now, it's kind of like how we talk about the tight end group, and that it's an incomplete group. Like we just we don't know enough to verify or vouch for any of these guys. But at the end of the day, if like I said, cuts Hudson turns out to be better than everyone thought he is. And Jamin Davis takes a leap. Then this is all moot and you have death. And, you know, we're not going to fire Ron Rivera into the sun for signing Cody Barton because, hey, the linebacker position as a group got better. But, hey, we got to wait and see.
1: Let me ask this one question. I, this this is it for me on this, on this position group. <laughs> um, if this unit is above average, Right, um, to go with the rest of this defensive line and, and secondary, are we talking about like a? It, again, we're talking about we acknowledge the I don't knows right on this on this unit, but if it turns out at the end of the season that this is an above average position group, um, obviously with the key players that we're talking about, is this a? A well constructed defense um after two four seasons of Ron Rivera and Jack Rio in Washington. Um that defensive line is is solid. It's top heavy, I think. Um okay death pieces. I really like the defensive, the interior death pieces. I really like. Um, but the 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 front four is solid. Um I lied. They're they're real good. They're good. Like, but then you got your secondary, um, who was a question mark before this offseason started, but you shorted up with adding two key pieces um with these guys, and you got you got depth at secondary. Um, but your your starters are are good. Um, if they're above average with that linebacker group, that second level, um, is this a well constructed defense after four years of Ron Rivera? in 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 Washington. It's
2: a top 3 defense if it's a above average unit because they've been below average at best in the ron rivera you know era and if you're talking about you going up two notches you're going past average to above average i mean i don't think you finish any lower than top three because that's pretty much been the you know the missing piece on his defense because we talk about the defensive line it's that second level you know that second level in a defense has been missing whether it be a pass coverage or just filling the gaps in the run game you know it just hasn't really been there consistently in the ron rivera era but like again If you're getting an above-average group, I'm at least top three defense, if not the best defense in the NFL, in
0: my opinion. Okay.
1: AJ, what you thinking? Because I'm going to go anyway. I agree. No, I I like. I think it's top five for sure. Like, I think it's a a solid, like a a legitimate top five. And what I mean by that is, like, I, I think that this secondary is already good enough um in terms of even on paper and i will say this like i think we're going to see much more turnovers from the front end and the back end um from the pressure they can create and maybe even get home finally uh because you have decent uh you have good uh 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 uh, uh visual cornerbacks um in the secondary um and people that can match well with uh a lot of different receiver types um i, I do think that the turnovers are going to uh increase um but I, I think this is a legitimate top five defense from that standpoint, uh, from a, a, a yardage standpoint, but also being able to force uh, turnovers as well. If you have an above average uh, linebacking group, uh, because that includes being able to stop the run, but also cover as well. And that's what they really struggled in um, specifically. Now uh, they were an aggressive unit. The linebackers were, uh, they, they bid a lot on play action. They didn't give a damn about if the ball went behind them or not. Um, but like that unit, if They're above average. I'm saying top five uh is, is really good. I don't think it's really no different um than yours, Dre, but I think top three is talking about an elite unit. Um, and I'm not really sure that I can go elite yet, but I, I think top five is I mean, is top five elite? Uh if it is, I and, think I'm, so. and I'm tripping. Yeah, and I guess five, I'm about to say if it five, is, and I'm tripping it out. Yeah. Talking
0: about top five defense or positional group. Defense. No,
1: top five defense. No, I, above average ain't top, top five. Top five is yeah, elite. For the top 10, 10
0: okay. is an elite defense, right. in my opinion. Top 10? Okay. No, top seven. Okay. <laughs> top seven. All right, well, it. I think. I think we went with top <laughs> hey, five
1: then, so Dre. I guess they are an elite unit, and I'm tripping, so I, I, they're, an elite, they're an elite unit. Top five.
0: Maul, did you hear what Dre said? He said top seven. He's tweaking. No,
2: I thought you said top 7. That's what I was no, saying cuz I thought say No,
0: you... top 7? What the hell is a top 7?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought name, you said No, I top, say top 5.
0: Name yeah. your top 7 rappers. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah, top 5.
2: Top 5 is elite and then everything after that, well, top 5 to 10, well, 6 to 10 is probably, you know, that above average to really good defenses.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean this defense has enough players to possibly be a top five defense um but i'm I'm gonna stay consistent with it i I really don't believe in the defensive play uh play caller and Jack del Rio, and then I still want to see them turn over the ball i I feel like what top defenses typically do is is create turnovers like I may not know all the statistics off-head. But I'm pretty damn sure that the 49ers, the Eagles, and whoever else we deem to have been a top-five defense in the league last year created a lot of turnovers, Uh, whether it be uh, fumbles, interceptions, whatever. And I think that they also feel the same way that they need to create more turnovers. That's why they invested the first-round pick in a ball hawk of Emmanuel Forbes. Well, A.J., A.J.,
2: Jamal wanted to know if the linebacker unit is above average. Where is this defense ranked? If they are an above average unit, because oh, they no. haven't been in a well, I
1: specifically, I let it, I let it, I let it rock. But I was specifically saying, can we, can we say that he constructed a? Can Ron Rivera and Dale Rio constructed a? Uh, 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 I don't even remember the question no more. That, if, that's if my fault.
0: Back. My my service went in and out, so no, I, I guess I called the tell and. I, I still think they are the overall positional group so i don't feel like they can necessarily overcome that linebacker play um
1: I just no no really... no all right here we go let's let's go ahead i was saying if i'm saying <laughs> right now if they end up becoming at the end of the season if they yeah. turn out to be an above average linebacker group that is that is that is the question in terms of like where' Yeah, this thing got watered down. But I'm saying, like, if they were, if they end up becoming a top five, like, we have our question marks right now. But at season's end, if they turn out to be above average with everything that they have on that offense, I mean, on that defense from the first and third levels, like, where did, where does it, what does this defense end up looking like? Is this a, a, a well constructed defense over a three year, over a four year period with Ron Rivera? Like, that's, that's kind of where the basis of my question was. What, what, what does a top five linebacker court look like?
0: In the league we, well, we're not that.
1: saying i'm not we're not talking about top five linebacker core. we talk about the the overall defense i'm saying above average if this unit right now we a d is 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 failing like it is what it is that's below average that's poor the position group if they turn out to be above average like here and there they 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 don't make some plays or they get they get schemed up on but Six times out of 10 or seven times out of 10, they're good enough to win with. Like that's kind of the distinction or definition of the the above average in this conversation.
0: Yeah, I might be tweaking because I don't know what you're talking about right now. (laughs) Because I I swear I thought I answered overall defense. And then I was told that we talk about the linebackers.
2: Well, we're talking about the linebackers in terms of how it. If, if they are an above average linebacking group, which none of us really expect right now, how do we view how Ron Rivera has constructed this, well, the, the defense as a whole? because of what the linebackers became if they became above average? Do we now say, hey, man, they constructed a damn good defense because these linebackers became above average? Like, how do we view the defense as a whole if these linebackers are above average? That's hypothetically speaking.
0: I guess I'll just make it easy on us because I'm all over the place right now. And I'll just say, (laughs) either way, Ron, you got to go. No matter if if they elite or above average, he got to go no matter what. Damn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tough crowd, man. All right. Yep, that's going to go ahead and that's that's it for us. Um, appreciate, appreciate everybody who listened and watched. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, keep the train rolling, man. We'll be back uh, with the, I guess, with the quarterback position group breakdown with Linnell, uh Willingham, 106.7 in fame. Um, and then after that man we are back in training camp so y'all take it easy enjoy y'all weekend enjoy y'all fourth as well when you're listening to this i'll be out of here peace damn set huh watch him throw the ball we gonna pick it up you gonna let him hit the hole or you gonna cut it off you gonna play through fourth and longer you gonna punt it off your defenders have you hit us put your pads in don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in keep the helmet on Keep the cleats tight. You the type to want to win by any means, right? You should look alive. This is trap or die.